0: No, baby, but nothing serious. I'm facing the battle for all of my problems. These Instagram models are nothing but trouble.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dating But Nothing Serious with Gary and Natasha. Natasha, what's good?
2: Uh, Everything. How are you, Gary? What's going on?
1: I'm doing well. Um, Nothing much going on right now. Where are we at now?
2: Episode 22. Are your standards too high?
1: Okay, okay. That's a question we have to answer. Um, But um, let's get into your week. How was your week?
2: God. I don't know. My life, my life is not bad. My, (laughs) (laughs) my freckling is in shambles. Uh. So, um, me and freckler like called it quits. Uh. Um, we actually like officially like called it quits.
1: Did you have breakup sex?
2: We did. Okay. Let me tell you guys this. Um, <laughs> like, cause I feel like normally my stuff is always so boring and like, Oh, we just dated again. And you always have the exciting soap opera shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I have the exciting soap opera shit, I guess. So um, it was weird it was really weird. Let me tell you how this played out. Um, we, I spent the night with him Thursday. I feel like we screened a movie maybe. Um, no, we were going to go screen a movie. Um, a Star is Born. Okay. Shout out to Lady Gaga because that movie looks so fucking fantastic. But we, um, we didn't. And so yeah, we I ended know up that which
1: Cole was really singing in that movie.
2: Uh, Bradley Cooper.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, him and Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper, so fucking fine. Oh my god. Um, shout out to Bradley Cooper. Really. Mm. <laughs> but um, we went back to his house. Things were a little different. I don't even know. It was just a little bit off, you know, just because we've been having our issues or whatever. We didn't have sex. I don't even think we cuddled or slept on the same side of the bed. It was, like, even stupid for me to even be there if, you know, that's how things were. Okay. Um, But, and I had actually planned on just packing up all of my stuff and just leaving and just being like, you know what? But then on Friday morning, he's like, I don't know what happened. There was a shift Uh, we decided that I was going to go back after I got off work Friday and that we were going to go see um, night school. Um, The mood changed. It improved. Um, But when I was like, mind you, we had a great conversation at work when I was at work and whatever. um, Then it changed because I had to change our plans. I asked him to accompany me when I changed the plans. He said, no, so after that, like he changed, it was like a light switch. It was like psychotic almost. He um, started being very short to me. He didn't really even want to talk to me. Um, all day Saturday, he didn't like, he didn't reach out to me at all that Saturday. Sunday, I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I will go by his house and get my stuff just cause I was gonna be in the area and I'm done. Just because the whole inconsistency, it's just, it it was so much fun all this time. And then now it's like, what's going on? And so Sunday I went to his place just to get my stuff. But he, the look on his face, he was really emotional and just sad. And I, I knew it really didn't have anything to do with me. But I asked him what was going on. And we ended up just you know, just having a very emotional conversation just because of just life in general. You know, we've, you know, alluded to the listeners that he was going through a lot without actually saying what he was going through. But it just kind of came to a head Um, Sunday. um, We still didn't really resolve anything. I ended up spending the night. Um, Monday was just weird. Tuesday Tuesday what's today? Wednesday okay this is when it gets crazy because I was just rambling so this is the juicy part he texted me when I was at work yesterday and it was an okay conversation I mean I just we just really didn't have to talk because how Monday ended up playing out it's just like I can't just this just be done so he texted me when I was leaving work, I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving work. I'm heading home. He texts me maybe an hour later. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like driving. And then he texts me. Oh, okay.
1: Were you short sure with them on purpose?
2: I was driving. No, I wasn't. Maybe I was. I don't know. But that's besides the point. I was driving. And in Georgia, it's against a lot of text and drive now. So... I asked him, I'm like, he texted me something else. And I'm like, are you bored? But I was just kind of messing with him because I just told you I was driving and then I'm heading home and then you text me again. Like, fucking call. Like, just stop texting and call. He got so pissed off with me asking him if if he was bored. He's like, I'm sorry for asking. I was just being nosy. And I'm like, I mean, I would just... I feel like your response to me now is more dramatic than nosy, but anyway, it ended up taking a nosedive, and I finally just went off, because I feel like I expressed myself to him, we talk, we have conversations, but I don't really go in, but I fucking went in, just because it's been a buildup of me being who I am, being nice, being sweet, and him being over the top because of life and everything that's going on right now and so I ultimately told him that I didn't think we should text anymore and he's like well that's not what I'm saying like maybe you know I don't want to lose you out of my life and I'm like I'm good he's like damn so then he texted me this morning and he's like oh by the way he's like I know you told me that you don't want us to hear from me anymore but I wanted to let you know that you left a shirt and a skirt Um, at my house and I told him I said thanks for letting me know you can trash it burn it or donate it if I need another shirt and skirt I'll replace it um I don't know if that was the right response but that's how I felt and I fucking said it um and I asked him because I noticed that when he folded up my clothes and washed my clothes and stuff this last time he put a couple of his shirts in with my clothes I'm like was this deliberate like what is that about and I asked him about it, and he's like, "Nah." He's like, "You can trash it. They're just T-shirts, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then I told him during that conversation that I just felt like we should cut ties and just be free. Let me just get over you and get over the summer fling and just move on, because it's like, where are we in cuffing season? I don't even know. Like, I need to be <laughs> in in that, because this situation is clearly done. I need to figure out my next move because. I need somebody to dress up with for Halloween. I need somebody to like bring me a plate from their mom's house for Thanksgiving. What the fuck? Like, this is not the time to be breaking up, but shit is done. Um, so that's that.
1: Okay. So that's said the hair, um, are you, you going to remain friends or that's not the picture?
2: I feel like we, towards the End. I mean, because we were together like for over 90 days towards the end of that, like we just had like a lot of feelings involved. And I feel like when you have, when you start to develop, there, there weren't feelings of being in love or wanting to be in a relationship, but it, it was an emotional attachment. And I think with the way I am and with the way that emotional attachment was, we can't be friends. He, he doesn't want to hear about me with some other guy I don't want to hear or think about him with some other girl like maybe in the future possibly I'm not really an advocate for being friends with you know somebody that you've got it in with or crossed that line with because it just it cause problems for future relationships and it's unnecessary so I don't know um, I will say that we I, I was still a friend to him I didn't want to talk to him anymore I was okay with us not talking anymore but um he did have a situation this evening that um required a phone call and we did talk and I mean it was nice. It was just like any other time when we would speak to each other because we're we're close. I mean we are cool, we like each other, we want to be there for each other, but for me if if we're not how we were, I don't want it at all. Okay. I get that. So, sorry for rambling, you guys, but now you are more up to speed. <laughs> so, more than likely, you won't hear anything else about Freckler. Okay. You, you might hear something about, you know, a new bay, because, you know, it is cuffing season.
1: So, so you dive back into the online dating world?
2: I wouldn't say dive back in. Um, I have reinstalled Tinder. Okay. Um, I have met or I haven't met anybody, but I have had a couple of conversations. I'll tell you, and tell me how you feel about this if you, if you agree. Once you come off of a situation with someone, and like a good situation with someone that you know is a genuinely good person, it's kind of hard to talk to somebody. Not because you feel like you're cheating, but it's like, oh God, I got to do this shit again. Yeah, like, it's,
1: it's it's like a headache almost.
2: It is. So why do we even do it? I mean, I guess we do it for our podcast. But like, why? <laughs> why do people do it?
1: I don't know. It's like almost like an addiction. Almost, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction
2: like, to not being alone, or.
1: Yeah, because at some point, like I really don't care not being not about being alone, like not forever, but. I'm okay with a long time, but it's, I guess, it's the have the opposite sex person to talk to and have that connection with, I guess, and have that conversation with. Um, But it's just a, like for me, it's a weird addiction. Like I, have, I haven't been on any of the apps in a while, really, especially not even Tinder. I haven't swiped down how long. It's kind of a weird one. but.
2: Well, I I did install um, Hinge since we talk about them quite a bit, and also Bumble, but I have not activated any. Excuse me, profiles. Um, Once I activate those, I'll give you guys my feedback on those two. I just because I mean my profile I think was still on Tinder. I just uninstalled or deactivated or whatever, so I just essentially turned it back on. Yeah. Um and it's been i don't know i see guys um i've always wondered when the hell am i gonna see somebody that i know and i finally did and i was like oh my gosh look at this picture he looks so fucking dusty
1: that happens to me i I see well delaware is smaller shit so i see people i know all the time
2: really i never do
1: even though even i'm in philly i see people i know
2: that's crazy. I, I'm because I'm always like I wonder. I mean, Tinder is Tinder, but like they don't know who you're related to. So mm. I always wonder, like, am I gonna swipe right on my? I mean, like, see my cousin or something and have fun. Like left. You do.
1: Yeah, I see my cousin's mom in Philly. <laughs> I, don't
2: see, I haven't seen anybody. Then uh, that makes me feel bad because I'm like, wait a minute, how the fuck is no one that I know on Tinder? And I am like, I'm miserable and <laughs> lonely as shit. Like. Yeah. All my friends are booed up and I'm normally like always the one that's in a relationship.
1: You might have like a large radius though.
2: No, I I, like minimized it. Because I feel like, you know, I like long distance relationships because then it's like, I don't have to deal with you all the time or whatever. But like, I feel like at this point, since it is cuffing season and I need a plate, and I need a travel companion, I figure I should do like a smaller radius, so it's better chance that we're actually going to see each other meet up.
0: Yeah, true, true.
2: Anyway, how was your week? What have you been up to?
1: My week was very boring and slow, to say the least. Um,
2: Did you go I out on the date?
1: Yeah, like, I, I'm still talking to what we call our MVP Bay. Yes. So I'm still talking with her. Um, okay. She listened to this past episode, um, had some concerns about, um, I guess the, uh, um, in real life, Bay wanted to make sure okay. that there was like, not, not, not like a love triangle going on. So I had a, her there wasn't, um, and supposedly I'm the, well, the podcast is topic of discussion in her group chat. So, say hi to the group chat.
2: What's up? What's the name of it? I have no idea. (laughs) My group chat with our mutual friend and another friend is called the Old Ladies Crew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that for some reason.
2: I think I may have sent you a screenshot or something. Um, yeah. Okay, so MVP Bay, let me just give you like full disclosure because I don't know if you listen to all the episodes, but I can keep it real, very real. As far as real life Bay goes, you have nothing to worry about. That's like.
1: Yeah, I told her um, that nothing's going on there and that we're. Um, I, I haven't even really talked to In Real Life Bay um, since then. But we're supposed to be going out this weekend on Friday for something called Drake Night up here. Um,
2: yeah.
1: That happens Friday. But that's,
2: so. that's MVP Bay, not Real Life Bay, right?
1: Correct, correct, correct. Okay. And she invited me to a Halloween party.
2: I'm jealous.
1: Um, she hinted at wanting to dress up alike. Do it. I'm on the fence about that. I'm not against mm-hmm. it, but I'm on the fence about it. Why? Um, I, cause I'm 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 not sure if if that's like I I I put that towards like a couple thing, and not See? someone, huh?
2: It could you could dress up like as friends.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it could be, but. I don't know what I want to do. I don't even know what I want to be for Halloween this year. It's kind of weird. Usually I'm, like, up on that right now. But, well, we'll see. It's still up in the air. I'm not against it, but I'm a little hesitant on it.
2: Don't be. Go for it. Uh, Have fun. Have fun. No, No expectations. Yeah. No nothing. Just, you know, you guys are vibing. Enjoy it. Have fun.
1: Yeah, true, true.
2: Something oh, no. I mean you never know, Halloween dressed up as um maybe Marge and Homer or some shit like that could be the day that you guys <laughs> fall in love or something.
1: Yeah. I did it once before. Um it was pretty cool, but um I'm excited for this weekend. See how this weekend will we'll, we'll be. I'm excited to see her more. She said after so after next week's episode, she says she's going to stop listening. She wants to see how I think about um, the date. But um, she says she's not going to be late for this date.
2: <laughs> Please don't, because Gary is kind of big on being punctual. Like Yes, I'm, I'm always have, on time. Please. He has no concept of CP time.
1: Unless it's work. If it's work then I'm probably always late.
2: Oh wow, come on, Gary. <laughs> you can be late to work, but she can't be late for a date? No, what kind no, of shit no. is that?
0: No. <laughs>
2: Talk about a double standard. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, it is and I have no problem admitting to it.
1: Yep, yeah, not at all. But um nothing else has been really going on. I've been pretty busy, um, I'm actually, I actually started training Justin in the gym, and okay. we go five o'clock in the morning. We started yesterday. That's why I passed out early yesterday.
2: <laughs> oh my god! So I woke
1: up at four thirty yesterday and this morning. Um, I'm not as What tired.
2: time are you going to bed though?
1: I went to bed yesterday at eight thirty. Okay. So the night before, I went to bed at, at eleven.
0: So yeah, you ass, can't... Do it? With
2: of course it did. You can't do that when you're when you're waking up so early and then you're releasing those endorphins and working out your muscles and stuff so early. Yeah. You have to make sure your body has the rest.
1: Yeah, cuz I like if we would for quarter yesterday, I would have been done not even able to talk. But um I'm doing a lot better today. Um
2: Are you drinking?
1: Yes, I'm drinking right now. Okay. Um what else we got going on? Work podcast, the basketball league, so I'm pretty I'm pretty busy. I've have a lot on my plate right now,
2: but Which, you're uh, making time for MVP day.
1: Yes, I'm trying to make time. Well, I'm trying to make time for her because we haven't really seen each other because this week, this weekend I have my son, and her kid situation is like a little bit um, she has Good a kid friend. as well, so our schedules are not really there. But hopefully next weekend, I don't have my kid until next Friday. So hopefully I can see her a lot more. So we'll see about that.
0: Okay.
1: I'm going to be going all next weekend. So hopefully I get to see her more.
2: Well, you know, there's always the telephone for phone conversations. Um, There's always FaceTime.
1: We use Marco Polo most of the time.
2: I think you did tell me that.
1: Yeah, so we use Marco Polo most of the time. Cause it's like, I get to see her and I can uh, leave a message without having to speak on the phone really. And I can do it while I'm at work and she can do it while she's at work. Yeah. So, so Shout I, out
2: to uh, Marco Polo and WhatsApp. I use WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like heaven. Yeah.
1: I think we did use duo once. I think we use that once. Um, that's what I usually use. But, um,
2: what do you think of Duo? Like I love it. you do?
1: Mm-hmm. I've been using it since okay. it first came out.
2: Cause I feel like I like WhatsApp more than I like duo.
1: I used WhatsApp for the first time the other day, but it was a it was a shitty signal where I was at and where they were at. So it wouldn't work. Like my ex was going to go pick out my son's Halloween costume. She was trying to video chat me so I could see what she was picking out.
2: I feel like if the whole world would just get off this iPhone ba- bandwagon and just everybody get galaxies, we <laughs> wouldn't even need a duo. We could just video call.
0: Yeah.
1: True, true, true. Oh, next is on t t b
2: Anyway, yeah. uh, you got some news for us?
1: Yes, yes, some crazy-ass news.
2: (laughs) What's going on in the world?
1: So, um, the news is from ABC13, which I think is in Texas. An adventure in online dating ended in a nightmare for one Texas woman. Liberty County Sheriff's Office investigators arrested 49-year-old Matthew Albert Carpenter after he allegedly used an online dating service to help him find his victim. The woman told deputies that she met Carpenter online and dated him for about a month before she invited him to her house. Damn, a month—that's some good time. <laughs> deputies told eyewitnesses about told eyewitness news that Carpenter stole the woman's new car, cash, <laughs> cell phone, and wallet when she wasn't looking. Okay, how long weren't you looking? He <laughs> really to get all that shit. <laughs>
2: Why um, is this man named Matthew right. Albert though? I can't like the name just makes me feel like he is like bug teeth. And then I'm thinking about like, I, I have so many stereotypical images running through my mind right now. about I this. I think movie. I'll
1: put the, um, his mugshot as the, uh, as an image for the podcast this week.
2: <laughs> Please do cause yeah. Matthew Albert is just on one. <laughs> so he stole her car, her wallet, keys, what Cash,
0: else? cell Cash. phone.
2: Okay.
1: And the victim's daughter then decided to take the matters into her, into her own hands by creating an online profile to start chatting with Carpenter. She arranged to meet Carpenter at a motel, but when he <laughs> arrived, law enforcement greeted and arrested him.
2: Wait a Carpenter's minute. Carpenter is
1: being held hey. in Liberty County Jail for felony of an unauthorized use. That's it.
2: He, wait, wait, wait. So he took the stolen car to the motel to meet the woman's daughter? Yes. <laughs> the one thing I don't... The one,
1: the one thing I don't get about this, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If he had the cell phone, even if it's an iPhone or and or um Android, you can track the phone. Right. So why didn't they just do that? That would have been a lot easier we than creating probably, a phone.
2: probably... He probably was using her phone.
0: Yeah, a Twitter profile.
2: <laughs> What's the profile? That's some bullshit. Yeah, that's I'm hilarious. mad at Albert. He didn't just...
1: That's hilarious, though. That's hilarious. Why,
2: why would his dumbass go through all of this thievery and then go right back to the same dating site like that's just asking to be caught that's literally like stealing her car and riding past her front door when she outside mowing her lawn or some shit like that why would he go back to the same site like
1: that was that know. was stupid but the funny thing is um <laughs> one of our tinder tell um senders, would not date him because he has a nice neck tattoo all across his neck. <laughs> He's been to jail before.
2: <laughs> Damn, Matthew Albert. Yeah. Well, so. I, they say everything is bigger in Texas. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give him the biggest dummy award. Cause that's, yeah. that's some bullshit. Like <laughs> this man going to go meet her daughter in her car talking to the daughter on her cell phone and he has stolen all this shit. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I
2: bet he like paid for the motel with the money that he stole from the mom.
1: Probably. I thought he was going to get some.
2: I wonder mm-hmm. if he, kn- I mean, well, I guess he didn't know that was the daughter, right? Yeah. He did know or we no, don't he know? Did. We he didn't know.
1: know. It didn't say that he knew. He said she says she made a fake profile.
2: Oh, okay. Dang.
1: Well, how much like, is like, his
2: bond? Much, I low-key want to bond him out.
1: I want to know what app they use. It had to be plenty of fish for her to be able to find him. What do you mean? Because it would, could have been Tinder because she had to swipe through everybody to find him. Oh, that's
2: true.
1: Yeah, so it had to be plenty of fish so she can see everybody's profile in there.
2: And you know, I was just thinking, like, oh, when man. I had reinstalled Tinder or whatever, I'm like, why the hell can I just, like, look for somebody. Why well, I gotta just keep swiping? Let me just type because in their the name creator, and find them.
1: Supposedly there's a documentary I want to look at that came on HBO or Showtime Windows. It's about online dating. And the creator of Tinder said he did that because he wanted to make it like a game so it could become more addictive.
2: Well I guess it is addictive. I mean, I get tired of swiping. My thumbs start hurting because I'm like, (laughs) eventually, it is like a game though. (laughs) And I think we had talked about that very early on because like, it's always, who's going to match? Who am I going to match with? Who am I going to match with? And then finally, you just start like swiping right on everybody to see who the hell you're going to match with and then you have to unmatch with the people because you really didn't mean to swipe right. You just was trying to yeah it's a match
1: and now they they alert you saying hey there's a few people that liked you come come and see who they are oh I,
2: yeah i saw that too and so then i went like because it's like swipe to see who super liked you and i'm like oh let me see who super like me and then i'm swiping but it doesn't say like hey you know john yeah. doe super liked you like I don't and I think you told me before it's like whoever is outlined in blue but no one was outlined in blue so I feel like they just lied they just wanted me to open up the app to see like if they could sucker me in that's really what it was because I didn't find who's super like me
1: (laughs) yeah so um that was a fucking crazy date so when you bring somebody over to your house for the first time hide your keys hide your wallet (laughs) somewhere in plain sight where you're not going to look away for a very long time right yeah and put your phone tracker on make sure you have that shit set up as well
2: like why wouldn't she think to do that especially if he's coming to her home like you know that that could have been something well we may have actually touched on that when we discussed being safe on your date like if you're having somebody come to your house you should have you know precautions like some type of measures set up to avoid stuff like this
0: yeah Especially
2: the first time, and it's only been like a month.
1: Yeah, that's that's just weird. That's just the fact that he was able to get all that all that shit. You must have went in the bathroom or, or something for a very long time.
2: Maybe she was going to go freshen up or get ready, change Maybe. into something more comfortable.
1: Yeah, but um, topic for the day.
2: topic for the day are your standards too high
1: yeah so i was thinking about, i was thinking about this the other day okay with the but i say past couple of years the merger of the instagram models guys or um women models men or women mm-hmm. models um you have like the britney burgos the bundle of britneys um prison bay is the only guy i know Who's on there? But seeing them every day, I feel like sometimes can mentally fuck you up and make you think that every woman should look like that,
0: mm-hmm. and okay. that's the
1: body type that you might want. Or every man should look like that. Every man should have a a six pack and light eyes and shit like that. And that's what Do probably you- making some of these women go. What you say?
2: Do you think that that's like the way maybe some millennials think or do you think older people are thinking?
1: I think that? older people are thinking that now too, because most of the time we're not even looking at people anymore. We're looking at social media. So you look at somebody like it's normally would look at like, damn, they were bad back in the day. But then you swipe a little bit further down and you have a, a bundle of Brittany there with tech, with, with the technical perfect body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Think about it, even like this, like the fact that we have filters to adjust our face,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to make ourselves look prettier than we we actually are. Totally I look I
2: just like my pictures.
1: Huh? Yeah. I,
2: look... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that, but that, but that's you. That's you being you. But I feel like. If like I was listening to the Joe Button podcast today, he made a good point. Every woman takes the picture, their picture, the same exact way. There's like a certain stance that every woman does. And it's either like the side view with the, with the stomach being covered, one foot is always up, all's always up on the picture, something like that. And they're getting that from some type of model because they want to be like them too. They feel like that's what this thing is. They have the meat in order to get someone.
2: Okay. Well, in all fairness, Joe Budden and Gary, <laughs> we pose in pictures, not necessarily because of a model, but a picture like no one deliberately like, well, some dusty ass dudes do take deliberately like ugly pictures, but for the most part, a photograph is supposed to capture, well, if what you're going for is capturing like a moment of perfection, you don't even if you don't filter, you really don't want your muffin top hanging out over the fucking top of your pants. Because I know, me and my friends would be like one, two, three, suck and smile, one, two, sucking smile, <laughs> and we know sucking, smile real quick and harp and take the picture so I can put this fat ass gut right back but, where it was.
1: But is that because? of the standards of of social media
2: oh no i i suck and smile because like yeah i think it's more so how you feel about yourself okay like i i'm not one of those people i mean you do have you know instagram models and vixens or whatever who do certain things like that because they want likes or you know just for people for Mm -hmm. me it's more of like my own you know feeling about my body. Cause yeah. I really would like to like have a flat stomach and I'm going to, you know, cut sure. off. My little I'm, I'm
0: just talking
1: in like general, like, I'm just saying that with women out there, like the ones that go out there and get the surgeries, the butt implants and all that. Are you doing that for yourself? Or are you doing that to look like someone that you see online?
2: I think it's a combination of both. I think but it's probably more so what you said about, you know, online or just in the media, like women, and and I guess that's really how it's been through you know, all of time, because when you think back to
1: they they would mm -hmm. try to adjust to look like every other woman, right I feel like now it's even worse because we can see thousands of different women yeah, at one time, just by scrolling
2: and I don't like that everybody wants to look the same. Yes. Like everybody doesn't have to have, you know, the perfect set of boobs. Cause my boobs are not perfect. Everyone doesn't have to have like a skinny ass waist and a big old booty. Like not everybody has to have that look like, and I, I wish women would stop trying to fit into that image, but yeah, I guess you're right. It is a standard just set from society. and. Social media and just the media. you ever heard
1: about the um the I think he was Japanese or Chinese. He married a woman. She was a beautiful woman. Then she he ended up seeing her a picture of her, and she was a lot younger. Hideous. Mm-hmm. His kids came out hideous. <laughs> he didn't know that she had plastic surgery. He sued her. And won.
2: <laughs> Wait. He sued his wife for being ugly. Yes. Wow. And, and uh, one
1: the kids came out ugly too. Let's see if I can find that real quick.
0: <laughs> that's some bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's how. But that's how it's going to be. Like, like, like no, like no offense, but Travis Scott's um, uh, baby. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna look like what um, Kendall looks like now, or Kylie looks like now. You look at the past Kylie, <laughs> who's a completely different person.
2: Fortunately, the baby's already, you know, a step above, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a step ahead, because you know she does have some royalty in her genes with the the blackness or whatever. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I don't know. I guess you're right. Okay, so the question is, are your standards too high?
1: Yeah, so, are your standards too high because of because of this?
0: Um, I,
2: I mean, I think for some people, yeah. I think for, like, older people, they probably are, like, over, yeah. you know. I mean, they see all of, like, the fakery. But you see a lot of people who are just like, dang, can I see the real you? Yeah.
0: But you the, know,
2: but- without all of the eyelashes and the butt implants and stuff.
1: Yeah. Because I feel like that's where people mostly fuck up at is like when you see this person online and you try to go slide in their DM and that's not how they really look in real life. That's how they look behind a filter. Right. Or if you're, say you um match with someone, you add them to Instagram, scrolling through, you see their picture, scroll right underneath that, and it's Bernie's Burgos. Dang! And this is like you like mm. now you're comparing now you're comparing them to. I when mean, it but when, it, it, when that shouldn't be a comparison because you you would never not never say never, but you would never give it a, a Bernice Burgos.
2: See, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, if you decide that you want to set your standards so high based on you know images that you see, I think you need to make sure you're bringing that same energy to the table. I mean because you can't look like, <clears throat> excuse me, you can't look like who did it and what for and then expect that you deserve to be with a Bernie Burgos. Like you got to, you know, be equally yoked. You need to be just as beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. But maybe not. Like I was looking um so Portia, what's her last name? Williams from Housewives of Atlanta, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's Williams.
2: She is beautiful. Like she's just a beautiful woman, um, and the guy that she's with and engaged to, and pregnant by now. I mean, it's a no for me. Like he's shorter. He's he's like very oompa loompa ish, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um it's a no for me when it comes to him and she is dropped there, gorgeous you know opposites attract so i think that maybe you know some people can take a page out of her book don't set your standards too too high and she's probably a nice person it. yeah
1: but that's that's like, like um what's the girl from 30w that is on the talk andrea eight, andrea something
2: Adrian.
1: Adrian, her, her guy is this fat guy. Everybody was like questioning her when she first started dating him, and then got married to him. I was like, you yeah, Israel
2: Halton. He he was. Um, I don't remember if he was a preacher, but I know he's a gospel singer.
1: Yeah, they they was probably looking. At, they was looking at her like. But to each his own. Like you can't judge someone on what they like, but you can't set set your standards on something that's way out of your league.
2: That's true. <clears throat> Excuse me.
1: And you can't that's compare. True every person that, that you see is something you see online. So everything you see online is not reality.
2: And I think that having, having a standard that's kind of based on a stereotype or a rumor is also not a good idea because I've heard girls say like, you know, I keep getting my heart broken by these pretty ass dudes. So I'm just going to get like a fat guy. Like they say that like a fat guy won't break your heart too. Like yeah your standards shouldn't be based on comfortable (laughs) yeah
1: like mental comfort like it should be set for mental health but not not something like safe like that that's not a good reason because you never love the person
2: that's true like i mean it's always sometimes it's needed for you to date someone that you know is safe just so that you can kind of get your bearings, but if you're just dating them for that reason, like it's not gonna last.
0: Yeah. It's so,
2: not gonna last at all.
1: Not at all. Not uh, not, not not if you're setting your, your standards too high, not if you're setting your standards too low.
2: You let's touch on way. let's touch on that setting your standards too low. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the type of person like, okay, so my life is not, you know, always 100% put together or whatever, but I, I don't like, I mean, but I'm okay. Like last year, this is just interesting how things can change in a year. Last year, I probably would have been okay with dating a guy who was like a project, And when I say project, I mean someone who's still kind of finding himself and getting settled in his life. Mm -hmm. I would would have been okay with that last year. At this point, I can't. Like, I can't, you know, he he could be like a really good guy, but I don't feel like I'm at that point in my life where I want to, like, help him build. I want him to already be built.
1: Do you know what's crazy? What? (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at the... News that I was just looking at, and one of the headlines that was written on August eighth at CNN is, "Online Dating Study: Are You Chasing People Out of Your League?" <laughs> this is like a. No.
2: Well, I don't, I don't chase anybody. It <laughs> I don't says, chase my liquor. It but. says
1: online daters tend to pursue users who are roughly twenty five percent more desirable than they are.
2: That's actually probably very true because when I'm swiping like, I I mean, I definitely look for like certain things. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I've noticed since I just got back on it is like these pictures, it's kind of like this is fucking 2018, almost 2019. Everybody has a smartphone or a phone with a camera. Why does your picture look like you took it with like a Polaroid camera? Like. I, i'm seeing a lot of that and i'm wondering like i don't know but maybe it was taken with like a food that. stamp or it could have been like the food stamp phone
1: oh the obama phone
2: or the obama phone is that what it's called
1: that's what we call it a pair.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> maybe it's the same thing down here i don't know but i you know maybe the camera's not that good on the food stamp obama phone yeah but and that's you know that's the red flag because I don't qualify for food shit I don't that's not a red flag because if you get fucking food stamps, please slide more, into my I DMs. Mean,
1: like I no offense, but they be pissing me off in the grocery store dog. <laughs> <laughs> they're like their their groceries be fucking packed to the fucking brim.
2: It does, it. I get like grocery envy. Like I don't get yeah. pissed off, but. I feel like, can we be friends or can, you know, like, since you already here shopping, can I go ahead and put my shit up there with you and I'll just give you half cash? Like, let me buy some stamps. Like, (laughs) I used to have a food stamp plug and she moved and I'm like, can you transfer your stamps down there and then mail me your card? Like, cause they just... It's no sense in me applying. I already know I'm. they're going to be like, really, bitch? <laughs> like, they're going to look at my paycheck and be like, you should shop at Ple- uh Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Yeah. But then you leave out of that motherfucker needing a file for bankruptcy because it's so fucking I expensive. I hate at
1: Publix. Publix was so damn expensive. Kroger's was it's, my favorite store.
2: I love Kroger, but I love Publix, too, just because, like, it's so clean and everybody's so nice. It's like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> like at Publix they just make your day brighter. It's like you never see anything out of place at Publix. Like at Kroger you might see some chips, you know, where the cereal are or you might see some chips in the refrigerator with the chicken, but not at Publix. At Publix everything is always in its place. Think I'm lying? Check the next time you'll never see anything out of place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but the low standards. What is something? That, what is also something that it, it could be said as a low standard when it comes to dating? Um,
2: I think when people how have. Do
1: feel, how do you feel about the car situation? Not having a car.
2: Like if if the guy doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived abroad and. To be honest with you, like, and I think also maybe like in huge cities, Philly, New York, even if you lived in downtown Atlanta, it's like, what the fuck for? Yeah. Why have that expense? Like, if you had a car and it was paid off or whatever, okay, but like these days, you get Uber. anywhere on the train or Uber. Like, seriously, having like having a car is a If you can, if you live in an area where you really don't you know that you can avoid driving fuck that because the money that he would be spending $300 on a car note $150 on insurance an additional 450 income in his pocket per month we can have a lot of good meals so that's not a make or break okay if he lived in the country in the boondocks or some shit like where uber is afraid (laughs) to go because the shit ain't on their map then that might be a problem but you know, if he lives in an area that, you know, affords him that convenience of not having a car, that's not a make or break.
1: What about in their 30s, live at home with mom?
2: Smart, smart person. Okay. And the reason that I say that is because I think America is probably one of the top countries that put so much pressure on people to get into debt before they even fucking get out of high school. Like, Correct. Why do you need to move out of your parents' house and to like stay home? Like, that's one of the things that I wish I would have done. Stay home because you're literally going into college, going into debt. After college, you need to get an apartment or you need to try to buy a house. You're going into debt. Stay with your parents so you can pay all that shit off, so you can have a down payment for your house, so your mortgage is that much cheaper, so you're able to pay off your mortgage quicker. Like, that's not a make or break. I mean, Mind you, I'm not coming to your parents' house for us to get it in. It's just not going to happen. Like, on those days when we're feeling frisky or some shit, we're going to have to go get, like, a room or Airbnb because, I, you know, I can't even chance your mom hearing me say, like, come for me, Daddy, or some shit like that. Like, no. <laughs> so that's the only time I feel like it will be problematic, but... You, I'll tell you, like, you
1: know that there's a dating app that follow us on our Instagram called No Tykes? It's a dating site designed just for people who do not want to have to deal with dating and someone with kids.
2: Interesting. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Because if it's not for, you know, if that's mm-hmm. not your cup of tea, then, you know, it's better that the other party knows because they got to do what's best for their children.
1: The so. parties want to be dinks.
2: They want, what is that?
1: Double income, no kids. You ever watch Doug? The cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. His neighbors were the dinks.
2: Oh, that's what that stood for?
1: Yep. They always had the fancy, they had no kids, they always had the fancy new gadgets because they had double income and no kids.
2: I did not know that. You literally just gave me a history lesson from like 30 <laughs> years ago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> And I do, I do remember that, but yeah. I did not know that that's what it stood for. I mean, but I get it, you know, and then what if they can't have children? So yeah. I'm not, I'm not opposed. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. But, um, what do you think? To the contrary, how do you feel about a woman, you know, who doesn't have a car or who lives at home with her mom?
1: On the car or- thing, like, I feel like oh, for a woman is society makes it different. So it's, it's more acceptable for one woman not to have a car or live at home with their parents than a man like last year when i first put my ex i moved in with my mom um and my biggest like the hardest thing was to tell someone that i was talking to that the first thing that i was 31 well, 32 and i was living home with my mom like that's that's something that's not something that i was proud of
2: but so, it's not a problem like
1: no, it's not I, a problem but it's not it's not like as a as a man you don't feel like that's something that you should be doing.
2: You don't, and that's really like just an influence from society. Yes, yeah,
1: a society. It's a societal, societal thing. So, it's like something hard. It's, it's like something subconscious. You need if you're if you're in that mind state, you just need to get it out of your head that it's okay. But some women will put in their profile that if you live at home with your mom, if you live at home with your parents, swipe left.
2: If you live at home with your mama, oh yes,
1: I'm yeah, you have the damn song, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: So I don't think, either.
2: I don't think. I mean, for me, that's not anything to do with being a scrub. Like, yeah, you shit, you smart, like, hey, if I you, would you be live
1: with your mom with no job.
2: That's different.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now. I am I do have that's like a mandatory you got to be working like you actually don't have to be working you could be rich as fucking retired and not have to work another day in your life as long as you are financially secure then I'm still okay with you but if you're broke and you live at home with your parents yeah no. but if I met a guy who's like yeah I live at home with my parents you know, but I work and I'm like, well, shit, you smart. Like you got, you going to pay for every date. Cause I know your parents probably aren't paying you like, I mean, they're not expecting you to pay a shitload of money, you know, to live there. So you can pay for everything.
1: And you're probably getting free meals
2: and you getting free meals. Can you please bring me a plate tomorrow? <laughs> lunch break? Cause I didn't feel like cooking last night. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that's just like, It's a societal thing and it it doesn't make any sense. And I hope that, like, maybe this upcoming generation and these millennials will stay, you know, at home longer. You know, it seems like they're not, you know, all they're all trying to, they have such an entrepreneurial spirit. So
1: I feel like they're not really going to
2: college as much. I would, I feel like it's up to their
1: parents, really, too, because it's always about the. Like not the like we're technically millennials, but like I think it's generation Z. Yeah. It's about us not letting them leave the house when if they're not ready. And not like pushing them out there. Like yeah, yeah, they need to go out there and make mistakes. And eighteen is the year that everybody say that society say says you need to leave, but
0: if nah. it's
2: gonna put
1: you in debt, then i you should do it.
2: Exactly. And don't put that millennial bullshit on us. I mean, I know we're like right there on the cusp. No,
1: 1980.
2: But but since, listen, no, it's not 80, is it? Yeah. Well, we got the best of both worlds. So (laughs) because we grew up in like the best time ever, which was the 80s, like we're going to just go ahead and claim that we're not in
0: the millennials. (laughs)
2: Cause then we can feel old. I mean, think about it. Like you're really a millennial with somebody who now thinks Lil Yachty is the best rapper alive. Like that's bullshit. Like 1982 to
1: 2004 is a millennial.
2: 82. Okay. So yeah, we're right there. Like on the cusp. Yeah. For the, I mean, for the most part. So yeah, we're not claiming (laughs) that. We're not claiming that at all. But I think that, I'm going to be honest. I think a lot of people, men and women, at some point, you need to reevaluate your standards. They may be too high, they may be too low. You know, if you're. Yeah, that's a good one, too. So just reevaluate your standards and stop putting so much focus. On those standards, like I've maintained this entire time, live life, go through these dating experiences with no expectations, and just be surprised.
0: Yeah,
1: and stop dating the idea of someone and start dating that person. Like you're dating the. I would most of the time they say like you have a great first date. That's where you're. That's where you're trying to date the whole, whole entire experience. It's like chasing the dragon, and you're smoking weed or something like that, trying to get that next high, the same high over and over again.
2: I've never seen a dragon when I smoked weed.
1: No, th- 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 that's not what it means.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
1: It's called chasing the. I, I, I guess this is from the Dare, Elementary Square, but I think they called it chasing the dragon because like once you get that first high, you're 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 going to keep chasing that. Next high, and they call it chasing a dragon. I'm not sure. I guess because you're high and dragons can fly, technically.
2: I mean, I was in the dare program. I don't remember that, but next time I get high, I bet y'all look for a motherfucking dragon (laughs) and dare me. Um. Anyway, yeah, I that's actually like a really good point that you just made, and that could even be a whole topic in itself. Like, people really need to start acknowledging who they're dating like because I feel like no one is entirely perfect in the beginning you have fun and it's the honeymoon phase and all of that stuff but you see like real glimpses of you know the crazy within people Mm -hmm. and if you stay in that situation because you're chasing the dragon that's on you because you saw that they were crazy you need to date date the real person Exactly. That's why, you know, I think that goes to the point of when we said so many times, stop trying to do too much on the first couple of dates. You don't even know if you're going to like this person in 48 hours.
1: Spend on a damn money.
2: Right. (laughs) Take that fucker to Taco Bell for a a mini chicken quesadilla.
1: Yeah. Or to split that shit. You pay your half. they have to pay their half. (laughs)
2: I I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Either. I mean, I don't know if I would go. It just would depend on it, <laughs> but it would be okay. Like, I would get it. And Taco Bell is disgusting, so don't take any. Taco Bell
1: is not disgusting. Where much you get there,
2: Taco Bell is disgusting, and you should not eat there. Like,
1: eat. if you're coming home from the club at three o'clock in the morning and that light is still on, I'm getting me a five dollar a five dollar box.
2: I don't even know what that is. I didn't it, even know that. It they changes had a- monthly. You know what? If you're coming home from the club, guess what? Waffle House and IHOP are 24 fucking hours. We,
1: well, our, well, we do have a Waffle House, but there's only one Waffle House up here, and it's in Maryland. It's right, like right up right over the border, and I've been in a long time.
2: Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If you live in an area where Waffle House isn't on damn near every corner, you live in the wrong area.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: I know. Or I the wrong that. state. Bring your I do, ass back I do miss to that. Atlanta.
1: Yeah, but we do. I think IHOP or IHOP is the 21st. So I don't know why I've never been to the IHOP. I we would, need to like, take
2: would, a poll. I'm curious what the listeners think IHOP or, or Waffle House after the club.
1: What that? you
2: say? I said we need to take a poll because I'm curious what our listeners think, which one is better after the club, IHOP or Waffle House.
1: I'm always going to say uh, um Waffle, I mean Waffle House because that's most of my club experience is going to Waffle House because most of it is in Atlanta.
2: Yeah,
1: unless I, agree. I was the, Unless I was partying in Bucket, then I would hit that. Um, I hop on Peace tree.
2: Yeah, it was always packed.
1: It'd be ridiculous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> back when I used to, back when I used to eat McDonald's, like we would go to the McDonald's down the street too. It was always packed too. But McDonald's yeah. is disgusting. Those
1: McDonald's start serving breakfast at three o'clock in the morning?
2: Yeah, McDonald's is nasty.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from fast food. I'm down weight right now, so trying to stick to it.
2: Nice congratulations
1: Thank you thank you
0: Working hard. I
2: shall never deprive myself of life's <laughs> true treasures yeah. such as food. I am fat for life. I've been losing weight too though not deliberately but
1: I wish I could think,
2: do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people where like if I start to overthink like I don't get stre- I don't get stressed because I know that I can't handle stress but I will get overwhelmed and when I get overwhelmed, the first thing to go is my weight. Yeah. The next thing to go is my hair.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, more of the story. Work on your have, standards.
2: Have realistic set realistic dating standards.
1: Yes. Know with know what you like, not what you think you like because of online. It's not what you like. Um
2: and I think you really have to play the field and date around to find out what you really like. Yeah. I mean, because like, you you can say, okay, my type is like a Doug funny, but then you can go out with Skeeter and you have more fun with Skeeter than you did with Doug's lame ass. So, date around.
1: Yeah. Get what? Get what? Find out to go out there, see what you like. Find your patty mayonnaise.
2: And I'm gonna say this too, and it may rub somebody the wrong way, but who cares? Taste the fucking rainbow. Like I, I mean, I, I'm not I don't I never try to push interracial dating off on anybody, you know, I, to thought, you going to,
1: I thought you was talking about having same sex. I was, I was
2: like, I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess it could mean that too. Yeah, I mean I I I I'm not gonna touch on that because I'm pretty sure we have listeners everywhere. But yeah. um When I say taste the ramble, I mean, like, don't confine yourself to feeling like you have to date within your race because of what you were taught growing up or because you whatever, you never know. Like, I think when God or, you know, whatever you believe in, when that higher being was creating soulmates, I highly doubt. He said, you know what? I'm only going to have a soulmate for this person and this one particular set of people. Your soulmate could be yellow, green, brown, or purple. So stop limiting yourself. Taste the fucking rainbow. You may be pleasantly surprised.
1: Yep. Definitely will be.
2: Um, but that's all I got.
1: Yeah. But um, it's another great episode. Um, always subscribe, like, share, comment, Patreon is still out there. You can still do that. Um you can
2: pray for me too. Yeah, pray for um, her, probably. pray for
1: me as well. Hope hopefully, hopefully this date goes well. I know it's gonna go well. Um I'm
2: getting back on Tender Lord.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but um if you have any stories or advice or anything you want to touch on with dating that you like us to share with the world, just let us know. You can email us at askdbns.com at gmail.com or hit a, hit us up in our DM at DBNS Podcast. Um, yes. all the links are in the description of the podcast. So you can just click on those and take you right there. Uh, but as always thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dating But Nothing Serious with Gary and Natasha.
2: Natasha and Gary signing off. Ciao ciao
0: I'm facing the bottle. Problems. Oh, these Instagram models oh, are nothing but trouble oh, She going away now oh, I'm going for throttles oh, All these Instagram models I oh, said they're nothing but trouble